Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. I'm Caitlin Brodnick. And I'm Ellen Hahn. And we love scams! (laughs) Hi guys, we love scams, we love you. Welcome to another episode with the queen herself, Ellen Hahn. Thank you, Ellen. Welcome back. Oh, I'm I'm thrilled to be here and to be discussing such exciting breaking news that broke last week. Breaking news? Well... Yeah, it did break last week, and then I was on vacation last week, so I was like, Jen's going to have to wait, okay? The coverage is going to have to be delayed, because I'm on a quote vacation where I'm taking care of a four-year-old child who's crazy. Yeah, that <laughs> so doesn't... like, really? That doesn't sound like a vacation. That sounds like a trip. It was quite crazy. It was. It was a trip. It was quite a trip, and that's great. Um, we got to see family. We got to go to Florida, which is so stressful and lovely at the same time. It's like, you know, Florida beautiful, majestic, and then no one's wearing a mask and like sneezing in your eyebrows. Yep. Like, you're just like, what's happening? Yep, yep, yep. You know, but it was lovely. It was really great. And I do it again. Um, and Ellen, you had the last, so I'm just going to bogart this for one second because the last episode we had with Ellen, we talked about Jen Shaw and it got the most downloads of, I think the year. Ellen. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm not kidding. I think you're Miss number one guest of the year. Let's all applaud Ellen. She did so great. It was so exciting. And I and you talked about your play. And so I want to hear how did your play go? Oh my gosh, it went great. This was um this was Sands by Willa, I think. Yes. Mm-hmm. We did uh we did a production in New York. We also did a production in Los Angeles yeah. at the Lyric Hyperion. Guess what, guys? We're gonna do it again uh when Succession <gasps> season three yes. rolls out. Yeah. It's, um, yes, you have to. Yes, if I uh, if you don't remember or if you didn't listen to the original Jen Shaw episode, mm-hmm. Sands by Willa is a comedy play that I wrote. That um, if you watch the TV show Succession, the character Willa has a play that is on Broadway called Sands, and the play is very mm-hmm. bad. So I wrote <laughs> the fan fiction Sands that by Willa. So it's about funny. what the play is. Yeah, it's great. That is so I can't wait. It's I really fun. Wait. So, so funny. Oh, my God. I love it so much. And so, yeah, because our entire group, more people than ever were listening. So they should all come check it out because <laughs> we love Ellen. Yay. That's amazing. <gasps> Yay. Um, And so, yeah, so we brought Ellen back because not only is she clearly a fan favorite, most downloaded of the year, um, but we've got to talk about this Jen Shaw, this salty, salty Jen Shaw and what's happening in her life. And I don't even know. 
What do you think, Ellen? Well, Tell me everything. Should I take it away? Okay, so please take it all away. Um, so a week ago, this is uh, we're recording on Monday the Monday, and last Monday, uh, July eleventh, mm-hmm. Jen Shaw pled guilty to one of the charges yeah. that she was facing, uh, one count of conspiracy right. to commit wire fraud. Yeah, the money laundering charge was dropped as part of her plea deal. Okay. A lot of people were saying that this was like shocking and a big surprise, and it was because the case was about to go to trial. I think it was going to start. Okay. It was going to trial maybe like this week or next. Very, very soon. We were very close to the trial happening. Okay. So mm-hmm. it's it was really shocking that it um that she waited this long to plea. Right. Right. And it was also shocking because while when we covered all this in the beginning, everyone was saying, just make a plea. <laughs> I just had my husband turn on the lights because I was putting Lewis to bed. And so you were talking to me. I was just like a floating disc. <laughs> so I just had to ask him to please turn on the lights. Sorry. And <laughs> now we'll edit that out. <laughs> um, I was just talking in the dark. So I remember in our when we first started talking about Jen Shaw, we were like, she was so confident. She was so proud. But everyone, uh, lawyers, social media, uh, the average Joe was saying you should plead guilty. Yes. <laughs> it, the, her case did not look great. And the number one reason that I felt this way, and I'm sure you had you have a bunch of other feelings too, is that the FBI had been tracking the company she used to work for for over, I believe, 15 years. Yeah. So this wasn't like a somebody was suing her or it wasn't a hearsay. This was a long, trotted out discovery yeah. through that the FBI have tried me pull on multiple companies. So diving deep into multiple companies for fraud that she worked for each of those companies. Right. And it wasn't just that she worked for these companies. She was running one of them. Right. They charged, I believe, like around 13 people in all of these schemes. And they put those people into tiers on like how based on how involved they were. And it went A, one, two, three. And Jen was tier A. She was the top. It went Jen Shaw and then everybody yes, else. Yes, really, it was like Jen Shaw and Stuart Smith and then basically everybody else. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even realize that because I know she, in her defense, she said she worked for some companies that were also being looked into by the FBI. And she said she didn't know what was happening at these other companies years before. But it turned out eat those multiple people, those bosses and everyone just kept changing the names of their companies yes. and moving around. Yes. And so what exactly was Jen Shaw doing that brought her in this mess? So what these companies would do are um, their telemarketing schemes. Like, I'm sure we all have gotten phone calls with something like, hey, your warranty has expired or, hey, all I have. Uh, I don't even have a car. Yeah. <laughs> right. Hey, like, uh, we have a great business opportunity for you. And so what these companies would do is that, you know, people would either, you know, they'd either pick up the phone when they got one of those calls or they would call the company back. And the company right. would basically uh, sell them, you know, like they were calling them business offerings, quote unquote. And that was like, okay. you know, a website will run your online store for you. But most of these people that were signing up for these things didn't need them. They were specific. Mm-hmm. They were specifically targeting people that were 55 and older, which the mm-hmm. um, the government is referring to in their case as the elderly. And like, we know that people <laughs> 55 are not elderly, but JLo just got married. Yeah, and she's she- not looking elderly, but who knows? Maybe she could be easily scammed. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I wish her the best. You know, I don't know that if JLo knows how to buy a website on like, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Namecheek.com. <laughs> <So>. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yourlogohere.com. Yeah. Yeah. So she'd buy a billboard before she'd buy websites. Yes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, anyway, she could have called these people and they would have actually basically done nothing for her. Because like what Jen was pleading guilty to and what everybody else pled guilty to is that these businesses did not exist. Like these offerings did not mm. exist. If you mm-hmm. gave this company your credit card and they were like, great, we'll build you your website. They never built you a website. They never built you an online store. Okay. They just took your credit card money. Right. Yeah. And then also what was interesting So through this phishing and finding people, they would also earmark anyone that seemed to be not mentally sound, somebody that might have difficulty, somebody that did not either understand what was happening during the phone conversation. Maybe language-wise, it wasn't their strength or, or mentally they weren't as equipped to handle something like this or it was a mistake that they picked up the phone, something like that. Um, And then they would mark those people as specific clients to call and follow up on and feed on those people. So it was a very sensitive. That's also what made it so creepy and dirty was that not only was it a scam phishing call that we see a million times, but it was a collection then and a curating of people that seemed to not be not have the strongest resistance towards something like this. And then she would sell that to other companies that were doing phishing calls or other scams and that that was also a form of currency for them is that they would pay to have these, you know, the names of victims that seem to be easily taken advantage of. Yeah, exactly. And which is so fucked up. Right. <laughs> what an idiot. I think and I think when they say elderly, they're just meaning people who are like perhaps not computer literate, who like don't understand mm. that they don't need a website or that they don't need an online store. Well, even, and then I'm sure they have a couple like hundred, you know, sentients or centrons, whatever they're called. And they're like so excited somebody called them. Yeah. You know, I mean, <laughs> when I'm 106 and I'm alive, I'm going to think it's the Guinness Book World of Records every time someone calls me and I'll give them all my information so that they send me a party. Yeah. You know, I want to be in that book. Ugh, it's just sucky. It's so sucky. Yeah. She was charged with one count of conspiracy to commit wire fraud and one count of conspiracy to commit money laundering. So she went against the money laundering. So as part of her plea deal, she they the government dropped the money laundering charge. And so she just okay. pled guilty to conspiracy to commit wire fraud. And so conspiracy to commit something that she still has said, like, I know I'm guilty and I've done something wrong, but it sort of feels still like a lighter way to come off as guilty, like conspiracy to maybe do one thing that I never really did. Like it's 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 a well, roundabout way of trying to still say you're innocent in a way. I don't know. It's actually it, I think it's actually the opposite of that. Like if you are charged, <laughs> if you're charged with. I'm so sorry, guys. Do not have me as your lawyer. I don't know what I'm talking about. To be clear, I do not have a law degree either. But she's more than <laughs> I do. You know what? She's this, you, know what this, you know what this actually goes back to? It goes back to us talking about the mafia. And yes. You reading that huge book? Yes, from reading that huge book. But so like conspiracy to commit a crime, it means that you didn't have to actually be in the room, but you had to be like part of the brain trust that was organizing these crimes being committed. So like Jen didn't have to be on the phone telling an old lady to buy a website, but she had to tell someone else to get on the phone with an old lady to, Mm. yeah, Mm -hmm. to buy a website. Okay. So that, so it is worse. And as back to our, um, I remember you did tell me too, and we had Alan talk about this as well, that for the mafia, that was way that they got a bunch of people because they couldn't necessarily find mafia members in the act. So it came up with this new illegal way to say, well, you were had the intention to, which is used against people unethically in some cases, and in some cases, it's Jen Shaw. Right. 
it's what she's choosing to say she's guilty for. Okay, I'll just double check. On this Time article, it said, on Monday, Shaw changed her plea to guilty, appearing in Manhattan Federal Court in front of the U.S. District Judge Sidney Stein. Shaw pleaded guilty or pled guilty to conspiracy to commit wire fraud. According to reports, the judge agreed to drop Shaw's additional charge of conspiracy to commit money laundering. Now, I wonder why. It's like a poker bargaining chip thing. Yeah, yeah. Because the other. Th- well, so yeah, this is getting in. This is like going into um like sentencing. So she's going to be sentenced mm-hmm. in November of this year, I believe. But okay. looking forward to like sentencing, I be- I don't know the exact years off the top of my head, but if she mm-hmm. had been if she had like gone to trial and been found guilty of both conspiracy to commit wire right. fraud and money laundering, then and had pled non-guilty. And pled not guilty and then would be found guilty by a jury. Um mm-hmm. she basically then could have served those chunks of time like back to back. Um, right. So she could have been in prison for longer. So basically by like 30 years or something. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. 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 Um, OK. And because yeah. I see her quote here. Well, no. Uh, OK. Now, Jen is quoted by saying from 2012 to March 2021 in the Southern District of New York and elsewhere, I agreed with others to commit wire fraud. Shaw said in court, I did this by knowingly providing customer names to people who were marketing business services that had little or no value. I knew this was wrong. I know many people were harmed and I am so sorry. Well, that's nice. She said she's sorry. I I, I can't believe she, I mean, not nice. I just can't believe she said she's sorry in this. Not just I'll plead guilty. Like she's actually asking for forgiveness. Well, yeah. She really had to, like, because you can't. Yeah, yeah. I, like, mean, I mean, yeah. She, you can't. She right. After you plead guilty, it's not like she, she really can't take to Instagram now and be like, I pled guilty, but it's not that I'm actually guilty. I just had to plead. Right. Because if the judge sees that, then the judge is going to sentence her to a lot longer. So I, it would no, be very true. doubtful that she would do that. But she was just so you know. proud of herself in yes. the beginning, like oh in the God. very beginning. She's like, I'm fully not guilty. This is, she kept saying to everybody, this is a mistake. They put my name into something that has nothing to do with it. And throughout this time, everyone's like, you know, the, all of the arrows point to you. You're the top of the pyramid. You're signing people's checks. Yes. <laughs> like, and I was getting, you. It, that was making me really mad, especially in the reunion when she was saying stuff like, um, I'm going to fight this for all of the other people that can't fight it. Like implying yeah. that she was like, some sort of like activist and like taking yeah. a bold and brave stand, taking a knee, yeah, <laughs> during a football game, for, taking a knee for her own pocketbook and for her, <laughs> yeah, for her, for all those other dollar bills who are lonely right now. They wanted 15 other brothers and sisters, tens and twenties <laughs> and hundreds, and they wanted to come to my house, like. <laughs> Yeah, and I want them all to be like around in a big barrel and we can all be together. And I'm standing up for those that are lonely right now in my pocket. Yeah. Oh, moron. Yeah. I know. Okay, so this is, so the Time article even says, while Shaw Long maintained her innocence, her tagline of last season is, the only thing I'm guilty of is being Shaw-amazing. So she even puts it into her episode of, or The Real Housewives, that she's not guilty. That's her tagline. She could have said anything. She could have said, you know, I'm here to be honest and to love my children. Or like, honesty is the best medicine served in court. I don't know. You yeah. can say anything. <laughs> Look, I'm not a writer for Jen Shop, but I'm saying that she could have said anything, but she is claiming herself not guilty as her tagline from the get-go of a season in a television series that is filming her whole life. <laughs> Again, this is insane because 
we've said it. We said it last episode. The FBI watches Real Housewives. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't discount them. You know, I guess I was about to say that I was sure that like some intern I was like watching one day and was like, hmm, I should Google this lady. But they were they were investigating this case long before the Real Housewives aired. But yes. the other thing this is that this gets to is that it is always nuts when someone who clearly has a skeleton in their closet, that skeleton being you're committing a felony, <laughs> agrees to go on television. <laughs> that is a felony skeleton of all skeletons. Yeah, I know. Well, that's why the, we talked about Chrisley Knows Best. Yes. And, and Chrisley, they had committed fraud years ago and then yes. just moved states and kept going. Like, I don't know why the audacity of these people. And Ellen and I were talking about our careers before we started recording because we're actresses and we have lives. And and I was so funny. Ellen, I was like thinking this is off topic, but not at all off topic. Like, to be a successful actress or Hollywood person, do you just have to look like you love to lie? Like there's like this element of like, I'm the shit and you better suck it. Like there's just this feeling. And I think it comes from like the fact that everybody now has veneers. Yeah. And I know this is like not maybe Jen has it too, but like this idea that you look more Hollywoody and approachable or like famous, quote unquote, if you have the fakest looking teeth of all time. And is it just you have to like sign on to the do you have veneers? No, no, no. Okay. okay. <laughs> you were smiling and I was like, oh my God, what if you had veneers this whole time? Do you know Do you know to get veneers, they have to shave your teeth down to little nubs? Yes. That is so nubs. scary. It's so creepy because what if one comes off and, and you, you just have a little pointer? I know. But, and Bad Bunny said that he loved, you know, he's glad he did it, but he really was upset because his teeth have been in pain like forever. Oh no. Like, he, it makes him look great, but his teeth... He, it was like the biggest mistake. But now there's this thing called like lumineers, I think, which is a thinner cover. And they said okay. they take down less enamel, but it's still enamel getting ripped off your teeth, which is what every Trident commercial or whatever is trying to tell you to preserve. Yeah. So I don't really understand what are we doing? But should I get <laughs> veneers to show I, that I'm a real actress? <laughs> I, I think no. I think we've agreed no. Okay. I think. Okay. Okay. Phew. Uh, <laughs> so back to Jen Shaw. But it's this idea that like, you have to be the most, you're just like the fakest, most in denial, crazy ass person and they'll give you a TV show. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, it's it's um, extreme self-confidence bordering on delusion. Extreme. Right. Extreme. I wish I had an ounce of any of that. Like that is like right. the extreme self-confidence is such, I think that's why I've become I was friends with so many narcissists when I was younger uh -huh. <laughs> because I was like, how did you do that? Like, how do you just walk around like your shit doesn't stink? Yeah. You're, we should be thanking you. I mean, the flip side of this is Countess Luann <laughs> having a cabaret career when she cannot hear pitch. So, I mean, I think I would I would prefer Countess Luann also who has been arrested, but for, you know, many not times. defrauding people. But no, right. Not defrauding people in bars drinking where she said she has like a restraint from a court order document to stay sober or she has like an ankle monitor that. Yeah, that sort of seems more like a hubris, like a mistake, like she just can't help herself because she doesn't know how bad she sounds. But yes. Jen Shaw is like, I just can't help myself. Let's take these old people for all they got. Yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah, just yeah. take all that money. Yeah. So it says too that she may also be forced to pay up to $9.5 million in restitution, mm -hmm. as well as $6.5 to the federal government. I know. And 
where's that money's going to come from her family? I know. And that's her kids are going to suffer. They because she and Coach Shaw don't own property. So like, no. I don't know. So the six the six point five is just going to come out of their bank accounts, I guess. And then restitution is all the money that goes to the victims. So I don't think they're going to get that. Right. I mean, I just, I mean I, they put these yeah. people on like payment plans and for forever. Yeah, for forever. I hope, I hope it goes. And then a bunch of these victims, I'm sure, because they were elderly. It's been going for so many years. They've passed away. Yeah, I know. So I'm not sure. Like, I don't, you know, again, I'm not a lawyer. <laughs> what, what am I doing? But I wonder if it goes to, like, further generations. You know? Like, yeah. It, I don't know. Yeah. Stole from I, your that's a good question. Yeah. I don't know. Um. Yeah, it's so insane. So she was, she was arrested on March 30th. 2021 in Salt Lake City and that was all filmed on the show. Oh, we in the Sprinter the van. Thing. Yeah. An iconic creepy. iconic production. An iconic hour of television. Well, I remember Andy Cohen was telling um I was listening to a bitch session. Andy was like, this is a real bonkers. This is a really good season. And everyone's like, oh, I wonder what the season will be. And then you find like the squat, a SWAT team, a squat SWAT team circling a van. Because someone's committed multiple felonies. I, my fa- I guess that would be a good season. My favorite was just Lisa Barlow, like, on the phone with all of her attorneys. <laughs> just yes. one after another, like, hey, Chris, okay, I'm so freaked out. What's going on? <laughs> Attorney number 17. Yeah. yeah, this is Lisa Barlow. Um, and she's just going on and on and on. And then, oh, the other, my other favorite one was <laughs> Whitney getting the news on her phone and going, <gasps> fraud. Yes. <laughs> just shouting yes. the word fraud. Oh, my God, fraud. <laughs> yeah. So, one of, so all of these, if you've never seen Real Housewives or if you're a diehard Housewives fan, you just haven't seen this is Real Housewives of U- of Salt Lake City, Utah. And it is surrounding the Mormon community. And one of the women is sort of like the stereotypical blonde hair, big boobs. She talks about she bought them, like the whole thing. She kind of talks in like a baby voice, which I guess I sort of have a baby voice, so I can't really make fun of it. <laughs> I sound the same. And while the facts are coming in, as Jen Shaw is getting followed by the cops to try and be arrested, is simultaneously coming out on their phones what's happening with Jen. And somehow there's a report going on at the same time. I, I thought that was kind of like bonkers. They were looking up things. Was was that true? Like in the van, they were looking up stuff as she was getting Yeah, because so, so Jen left the van. They were like going on a trip to Colorado, I think. And yeah. so Jen left the van. She lies about Coach Shaw having like... Um, what was it? Cerebral palsy. <laughs> like some heart, some having heart attack. Like, like he's in the hospital. I have to go. Yeah. So she sucks. leaves. Then a f- they're still in the van and she gets arrested uh, like a few hours later, maybe like an hour later. Yes. So then all of, you know, because like the government has to fight like, you know, if you are arrested, that is like public information. All of that. Hi- inf- Correct. That all has right. to be like available. Department of Justice has it all in line. Yeah. Right. So so just pretty immediately, I'm sure people saw that case come through the docket and press started writing about it. So then the women in the sprinter van were like reading, reading the news. And yes. And what was so funny is that the women were the reason they were in this van for so long is they were going to a like specific location to do a girl's trip. So the hours that they're stuck in this van eating Cheetos and like drinking, they're also slowly discovering what's happening to Jen Shaw and going back to the girl. um, What's her name? The bimbo one. Whitney. Everybody, oh, Whitney. Yeah. Everybody thinks is a bimbo. She right away was like, I know exactly what this is. And she she read that whole thing and summarized exactly what was happening, what Jen's charges could be, how she should get in trouble. Like Whitney is an 
expert on scams and committing fraud. We need her on this podcast. We need to hang out with well, her. Um, she's brilliant. Caitlin, you know why you know why she's an expert in scams, don't you? Because her husband no. owns an MLM. <gasps> right. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, All yeah. I could think about was that her dad was an alcoholic and I was worried oh, about no, him no. and his hair salon. Yeah. But her husband. So her husband is working actively to not get in trouble. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think she's probably well versed in the nuances of what is a legal multi-level marketing company and what is an illegal pyramid scheme. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, uh, it's just. Bless her heart. Ugh, you can't write this. No, you, we, we wish we could. I know. Yeah, Utah is a hotbed of Mormons and money marketing or MLMs and uh, wire fraud. It's true. It's true. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Well, okay, and so she she will be sentenced in November, and okay. the way that her plea deal works is that if she gets up to fourteen years, she can't appeal. So if the judge is like, what does you that have, mean? So like, if she gets thirteen years in prison, she has to go mm-hmm. to prison for thirteen years. She can't appeal. If for some reason oh. the judge would like sentence her to twenty years, then she could appeal that. But would it only get her down to thirteen? We wouldn't know. It's like thirteen the minimum, kind of. Oh, okay. No, we don't know what the minimum is because so the other people that are similar to her tier in this in this right. scheme that have pled guilty and have been sentenced, some, not all of them, mm-hmm. everyone else has pled guilty. Jen was the last person to plead guilty. Some right. of them have been sentenced, but not all of them have been sentenced yet. The longest that anyone has gone to prison for is six years. So I think wow. that probably Jen will be in that neighborhood, but it could be up to 14. Wow. That is so. And so Stuart, he was he already Stuart saying like immediately that so Stuart is her second in command on TV, on camera. She has so many. She really did him dirty. She has so many moments where she says, Stu, I can't do anything without you. You're my right hand man. You know everything. You know all my secrets. So she is 
indicting him in this immediately, just like putting him in every single sentence of how whatever she does in her life, he must know all of it. So when they come after him, he immediately says, yeah, I did it. and I'll speak. I'll say whatever. So he tries to get out of it as quickly as possible. And then he pled guilty right away. And did it the did you say what his sentence he, was? He hasn't been sentenced yet, I don't think. Oh. Yeah. Ooh, I thought he did. A couple of the other people that have been sentenced, um, mm-hmm. one woman who was kind of at like the bottom of the scheme, who was like, she was an administrative assistant and definitely kind of understood what was going on, but was like really the mm-hmm. lowest person in this hierarchy. I think she got okay. like a year in prison. Oh, Okay. Well, that's so crazy that when you're a fucking receptionist, I've been a receptionist and you're just like, I don't know. I was told what to do, but maybe maybe it's more than that. Yeah. She had done enough that like she uh, probably she kind of understood what was going on. Mm -hmm. But it's also hard to like because when everyone is telling you when people are in your ear being like, yeah, this is fine. Like this is, you know, everyone's out here trying to survive. So. One of the other, do you want to hear one of the other terrible things about one yes, of the other? Yes, tell me everything. Okay, so one of the other men um, in this scheme who was like brought into this company um, or all of these telemarketing companies, he was mm-hmm. recruited to work for this company by his AA sponsor. Yeah. Ugh. That I was like, that is That's awful. So That's so mean. Yeah. That's so manipulative. I felt really badly for that guy. Did they, they say what his sentence um, was? They did, but I forgot. <laughs> he was also kind of lower <laughs> on that the hierarchy so right. yeah. not worth it but sad for him but not worth not worth to remember yeah it's so crazy I think because I remember I worked for a physical therapy office uh-huh. that the physical therapist was telling us to change the diagnosis codes Ooh. to something that would get him more money mm. by the insurance company mm. no 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 it was to lie to the patient and say that we don't take the insurance wasn't covering it, even though the insurance would and they would pay a smaller amount because he said, oh, she'll pay for anything. She'll pay for it all. And I was like, that's lying. And I quit. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is complete fraud. You, Even if your patient says she'll pay full price, you can't lie to her and say you're going to run it through insurance and just never run it through insurance. Yeah. He was such a creepy guy. Also, he cheated on his wife with like one of his employees who still work there in the office on an office bed it's all gross oh no yeah you gotta get out of there this guy really sucked um yeah so i got out of there fast i don't even put him on my resume because i was like i don't want anyone to know i was near this psychotic person who insisted women wear heels he was just the worst human being so something like that i'm like i as a receptionist i would testify but i would also i think i I've tried to, like, tell people about him. <laughs> I'm like, should I get him in trouble? Yeah. It's so fucking creepy. But, um, yeah, I do. But I do have sympathy for that receptionist. I know. It, yeah. I wonder if she got anything. Like, if she was making money from it and that was why. Yeah. I mean, I think she was. Like, I think, yeah. yeah, everybody who was charged was, like, making money in some way. Whether it was yeah. a salary or, like, commission and kickbacks and stuff. Of course. Ugh. Of course. Yeah. Okay. So, right. I just read, too, according to a previous court document, obtained by People Magazine. Um, Similar charges were given sentences ranging from about five to seven years. So that's like what you said. That's, yeah. It's so funny too, because I think even the Joe Judice, because I always refer to them as their schemes and fraud, that was just tax evasion. So he only, I think, did almost two years. I think that's about right. And that was it. Yeah. 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 And Teresa did a little over one. And so 
this is having this is nothing like that. Yeah, <laughs> she because, ran her own companies, right. defrauding other victims. And when you think about it, they were defrauding the uh, they were defrauding other people. They were hurting other yeah. people. Like Teresa and Joe were just defrauding the government, which you know, yeah, which everyone does. Yeah, <laughs> right. There's <laughs> like as common as can be. Yeah. And the, Heather and Meredith were with Jen in New York before the trial. They were having a grand old time, and then. Uh, Jen just marched herself right into court and said, just kidding, I'm guilty. <laughs> That's do you. I wonder what changed her mind. I wonder, this is the, the very dark thought I had that she was in the middle of filming and was like, let's make it a cliffhanger and let's go to court. Well, Keep her story going. I mean, they, I, I think probably what happened, and this is just a theory that I'm making up, is that, um, okay, I love you it. know, I, I think that her attorneys got, to this point where they're looking at the trial happening in two weeks and they just looked at all the evidence and they were like, there's absolutely no way you're going to win. Like, you're not going to get off. Yeah. And this is, you know, the best case scenario for her to. Right. Because if she if she had gone to trial and been found guilty of both um, both charges that she was facing, she definitely would probably like she could have faced 30 years in prison. So. Right. And that's also never seeing her children again. Like, not, right. She has two sons that were horribly like held up by police by gunpoint when they were arresting her and looking looking for her and instead they went to the house where she wasn't and her children were there and um i really hate it i said on the last episode i hate how that bravo showed that it's like Mm -hmm. just don't show these poor kids Mm -hmm. um being held at gunpoint by a swat team but um i think that has to play a point of like if you're in for 30 years you're gonna miss your child's lives completely yeah which and six, I mean, is you're still missing a lot of time, but you're not a missing lot. yeah, everything. So, yeah, yeah. So it says, so Jen Shaw did say also that she wanted all of the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City clips excluded from the trial, <laughs> which I don't think you're allowed. Um, her legal team is gearing up for it in court and they have specific demands, according to Us Weekly, the very, very smart Us Weekly. Um, it says, quote, any use of clips from Real Housewives of Salt Lake City at the trial of Ms. Shaw, either in the government's case in chief or during cross-examination of the defense's case, would have to fall under one of the exceptions to the hearsay rule of evidence, as they are, by definition, out-of-court statements. Court documents obtained by the U.S. in February 2022 stated the defense also submitted nearly 40 questions for the potential jury, including multiple queries about each prospective juror's knowledge of the reality series. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the argument that they're trying to make there is that you can't trust like what has aired on an episode of The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City because, you know, we all know that like stuff is edited and stuff is taken out of context. So I'm sure that's why they were arguing that it shouldn't be allowed in court. Like the difference, I suppose, being in like the raw footage that they probably had and then like the Mm -hmm. edited footage that was aired on television. Okay. She also asked in March 2022, U.S. Attorney Damian Williams asked the judge to reject Jen's previous subpoena for documents, <laughs> video footage, and communications related to the ABC News documentary, The Housewife and the Shaw Shocker. <laughs> so, I mean, it's just like super. The Shaw Shocker sounds like a sex move. It that, does. Like, you didn't know. Like, it was very upsetting. It, it was like a, a very surprise. That was, he gave me a Shaw Shocker, and I was like, whoa, I'm not going on a second date. Okay. A Shaw Shocker on the first date is a red flag. It doesn't sound like there's a lot of consent involved in a Shaw Shocker. No, it, doesn't, it doesn't sound easygoing or comfortable. No. It just sounds like a real, real blow to the system. Um, And so. 
where was I going with this? I don't know. I'm just like, <laughs> oh, her her documentary, the the ABC News documentary, The Housewife and the Shaw Shocker. They they tried to subpoena those out as well. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think that's worked, right? Well, it doesn't matter now. Yeah. yeah. So I think yeah. what happens before you go to trial oh, is that you're right. both sides say what they think can be allowed and what can't be allowed. You know, you file all these mm-hmm. motions. Um, it's all kind of, you know, you're arguing over how you're going right. to get to present your case. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah. And so then the fact that she now has pleaded guilty, mm-hmm. all of that can go away. But I wonder... So the fact that she pleaded guilty, she now does not have to, they don't have to go to court. Yeah, there's no trial. The next thing that she'll have to do is go back um, for her sentencing, which is in November of this year. And then she will probably have to report to jail or to prison in like early next year. Wow. And, you know, before she goes to her trial, she's going to have to get all that plastic surgery done because you can't get it done in jail. She's going to have to get everything lasered, lipoed off. Like she's going to have to do a lot of her treatments and do some serious Botoxing. And they're going to have to start, they're going to have to start shooting season three of Real Housewives of Salt Lake, like right now. They are. Or maybe they're like, we want it. Of course, I wonder if she, she's got to already be ready to turn this. I have a feeling that like the reason that she, she pled guilty and all this stuff is she was also probably coming up with an idea of like where she could go next with this, you know, like, well, okay, I'll plead guilty. I'll come back. Yeah, I'm sure. Like, I think I believe that they have wrapped season two or no, wait, no, sorry. Okay, season season three, because last season was season two. Right. Okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. They were doing another season. They have wrapped that season. So, okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there was something in the fact that she waited until they were done filming to make this plea. She's still a businesswoman, you know, be it old people who don't understand what you're saying on the phone or a Real Housewives documentary, Shaw Shocker. Like, she's a businesswoman. She's getting it done. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm I just staring. If you look at her online, guys, if you Google her, you can just witness the plastic surgery. And that's what I'm concerned about mainly for her is that I don't know if she'll have the same surgeons in prison. Uh, doubtful. <laughs> I'll just yeah. say pretty doubtful. <laughs> I uh, think she won't. I really think she won't. I don't think she will. It's know? kind of shocking that she pulled the plug and said, nope, I'm guilty. After did. did you see the Andy Cohen quote um, that was like, I am so... Yes. surprised and hurt i mean i guess i don't mean i kind of i kind of rolled that my really pissed me off yes i, I rolled my so obnoxious i was like i mean look there it's very pot i do wonder this might be true i wonder if mm-hmm. jen is really charismatic in person like she might be one mm-hmm. of those people that is a little bit of a sociopath and like when mm-hmm. you are in her presence she like you, you like you feel glowy she fake teeth <laughs> yeah, she's an actress. Yeah. With, she's got fake teeth. She's she makes you feel like you're the most important person in the world. Yes. Uh, so if she, if that person is coming to you and being like, I'm innocent, I'm totally innocent, and I'm fighting this right. because I am right, then I can understand how like why that would be convincing. I never thought it was convincing as like somebody from the outside. No, it's so smarmy. <laughs> no, I, I actually think Andy Cohen is keep silent because he has a business to run. He's running a business. And then the second that she comes out guilty, he has to say that he's disappointed. Like, I feel that he has had this statement written since the beginning. Yeah. Like, the moment that she will say, because he doesn't want to indict, in, like, in, yeah, he doesn't want to, in, yeah, or her to say, like, he doesn't want to say, I'm so embarrassed and so sorry for the victims right away, because then it seems like she did commit it. He wants to say, like, well, we'll just see where Jen goes. Also, it keeps viewers going. Like, it's a it's a business thing for him as well. Like, his business is running off of her life falling apart and imploding. And so 
he holds his breath and doesn't say anything until the very end. And then he has to say he's sorry for the victims because he needs to keep all those fans. You know, they're not all there anyway. So they want to know that Mr. Andy's with them. I hate that. (laughs) So fucking obnoxious. It is like Jen is just so much more charming than Erica in the sense of like, Jen has been able to keep some of the Bradio audience on her side. Jen is a master. Yeah. And Erica has not. No. She's, but Erica, so this is what's so interesting. Like, Jen still shows this, like, neediness and victimy. Mm -hmm. And she seems like she's there to have a lot of fun. Where other, we're talking about Erica uh, Girardi, who's a Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Her husband got in tons of trouble for being, like, a, complete con artist as well um and she came off as just pissed and angry at everyone so it's like if you have a con artist that's angry or con artist that's like throwing a party and making drinks you're gonna go with the cocktail waitress con artist who's having a great time yeah you know you're gonna go she seems fun and i get that i hear what you're saying about andy being like oh you know she's very charming charismatic but if he looked at any of the paperwork that said the fbi had been following for over 15 years he knew that he was like you know, wrong. Yeah. So I think that's the thing too, is that like you can say anything you want. You can say you're so shocked, but also he might have chosen not to read anything and not to read anything into the media to, you know, filter his opinion of her. But that also means he was being incredibly ignorant yes. if that was the case. Yeah. Just like so stupid. <laughs> this person that you are paying money to or hiring is an active <laughs> uh committer of fraud and has done so for years and it's documented in many places and uh you're dumb dumb if you don't see that <laughs> it's like uh it's like all the beverly hills women uh talking about the la times article about tom and erica and just saying it was so long i couldn't read it <laughs> oh my god i know i know they're like i don't that's what's so funny too is that people don't want to read something because they don't want to be biased and they don't want to you know make snap judgments you should be biased you should be making judgments it's it's also the news it's not like being biased right it's not an idea like is her you know does her forehead look funny it's like the facts coming out from the government that's been hunting her down and it's like uh, yeah exactly it's so stupid it's so stupid um that's one of my favorite quotes. I love to say, that article is too long. It's just too long. It's just too long. You know, like, I just want the experience to come to me. And then, like, we'll see, based on my life experiences, like, if I think she's going to I'll feel it out. Yeah. <laughs> I'll feel it out. I know. And they do a lot of feeling listen, out Listen, there are many of ways to, if you don't like to read, you can listen to an article. You can, totally. you know. You can ask a friend to read it to yes, you. Yeah. You can just stand by a corner in New York City and somebody will start screaming about it in a minute. Uh-huh. Like, you know, there's so many ways. You could go on TikTok. Somebody will have a dance to that article explaining what's happening and point their fingers to little like bullet points. Yes, 100%. And look at you that, like... I'm sorry, you, no one can see it, but I'm on the Zoom no pointing, it, pointing at the facts. She's doing the perfect TikTok dance and she's pointing all over the place. Yeah. So I'm pointing at all the years that Jen's going to have to serve in prison. <laughs> yeah. No, I sorry. I was going to bring us down. And it's this is really terrible. Go, for her, bring us. Bring it. For her kids. That is this is just awful. Yeah. And like they on this on the show last year, they like showed the scene of her mom giving her money for the legal battle. And I just really hope that her mother didn't actually do that and that it was just a scene for the show. And you feel badly mm-hmm. for her husband and obviously all the people that got defrauded. So. This is. Yeah, it's like that's the thing, too. The people that were defrauded of all this, they had this actually with the documentary of Erica Girardi is 
you're seeing this person flaunt their wealth on television and you're like, wait, that person owes me $50,000. And because of that $50,000 that I don't have, I can't pay my taxes, my car insurance. I'm like eating things at like, you know, the lowest grade possible because I can't afford anything. Like it is, you're seeing their life thriving and it is directly affecting your life and happiness. And that's completely jarring to people. Yeah. And to, I guess to be clear, like Erica has never been charged with a crime. It seems like she was probably just living this lifestyle that was funded by her husband who was doing all of the crimes. But and ignorantly. just Yeah. And not or whatever. Right. Not asking questions, right. um, which right. I guess is which is its own crime, but it is not a uh, felony. It's not a, yeah, a so, federal yeah, crime. So he could have made her feel stupid anytime she asked questions. It's fine. But there was something there was something fishy there yeah. that she didn't become involved or like no, yeah seek out and this is uh, not to get us totally sidetracked but she also has re- expressed very little remorse and kind of very little empathy for anyone that has been yes. affected by that so right and it's so funny because you with these watching real housewives you're watching people that are train wrecks you know explode and shit on each other mm-hmm. and just a train wreck pieces flying everywhere you're watching that happen but you want like a tiny bit of humility in everyone. You want to see somebody struggling to say, I, you know, I was trying to be somebody I wasn't. Mm-hmm. Like you just want some sort of crack. Like I feel if you're a Housewives fan, um, Lisa Renna. Lisa Renna does a really good job of coming in at the reunions and having like this tearjerker or this fake tear to say like, I've learned a lot and now I'm a better person. And it's always fake and you know it's bullshit. But at least she knows that's required of you yes. to continue to want to engage with somebody on a visual medium, <laughs> like just to see someone's life, you you have to see a level of humility. And so the housewives that don't have it are just uh, seem even more crazy yeah. than ever. Yeah. Like, you know that they're crazy. And if they don't have an ounce of humility in them, you're like, wow, that is that is an insane right. person. <laughs> I guess what I hearing you say that makes me think like at least Erica is not really pretending. She's just being really mean and meanwhile, she's really icky. Yeah, she's really icky. But Jen spent a year lying, basically, yeah. and and acting well, like she was innocent of all charges. But but Jen is I don't know why, but Jen is sort of she is not afraid to say, oh, poor me. Right. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why I'm like, she's not afraid to look stupid. Erica's thing is like she doesn't want anyone to think for a second she's a victim. And she it's a real fuck you to everyone in any way, somebody's saying, good job, Erica. She's like, well, fuck you. I don't need your yeah, good right, job. Right, right. They're, like, they're like, oh, good job, Erica. You know, this is hard. She's like, I, I've caused this. I'm fine. Like, she won't she won't take either side. And she's very controlling of the situation. And that just, but that feels dumb to me. Like, if you haven't looked at, I feel like Elisa Rinna is smarter because she's sort of playing the situation, even though she could be more frustrating, mm-hmm. that she knows that you have to sort of make good with the audience in the uh, reunion special or apologize. And Erica Girardi doesn't think she does. And I feel like Jen Shaw is playing. I feel like Jen Shaw's going to come right through smelling like a rose, apologizing, talking about her family right away. And I feel like she's going to do the genuine She's going to try and be as genuine as she can and win back that support from her fans. Yeah. And it's going to be. She could do it. It's going to be weird to watch, though, because she did spend, you know, she spent a whole year saying that she was crying about how innocent she was. So, yeah, 
And and she, but I feel like I could see her crying again about how guilty she was. Like it's it's so easy. Yeah. Like I was backed into a corner. I was scared. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Again, she stole I, money from old people. So <laughs> yeah, she was backed into a corner, and that corner happened to be with her hand in a pocket of multiple old yes. people who were dying and did not could not see or smell or hear her because their senses were diluted. Uh, yeah, I think I don't know. I I I guess for her, I guess the difference is I see so much anger in Erica Girardi yeah. and so much viciousness and refusal to have any sort of like connection with people. Yeah. Whereas like Jen Shaw, she might be claiming her innocence, but she also seems that she would still be like a nice person and want to have a party. Yes. Yeah, right. She seems like a great hang. But, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, she, seems she seems like a seems much like a better hang great. than Erica. A much better. And I feel like she would be really fun in prison. Like if I was in prison and Jen Shaw came, I'd be like, let's hang out. Tell me your secrets. Like I would be friends with her very fast. I'm trying to think if I you would or not. So. <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. I think I would be I really like annoyed just be by her. So goofy. Oh, really? Annoyed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to also imagine the scenario in which I am in prison. <laughs> a scenario in your, yeah, because most people who are, you don't go to prison for fun, so you're not right. like going to prison to to make new friends. You're going to prison because you did something you felt that at that moment you needed to do and was the right thing to do. So it was probably based on survival or necessity or feeling trapped in a situation. Exactly. So then you look at Jen Shaw and you're like, you're not really this victim of a system, victim of a situation, like stuck. You just like those old people's cash money, you know? Yeah, that's Maybe I just wouldn't ask what people were in there for and I would try to be friends with them. Regardless, I don't think you ask. I think people tell you. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> like if I was in there, I'd be like, and you know what? Like, I wouldn't be able to cut my mouth yeah. shut. Well, Heather Gay said that she was going to visit her every day. So, not every day. Ew, every day. I, I don't think every day. Heather said she would visit, though. So, yeah, maybe, we'll, uh, yeah. maybe Jen will just be demoted to a friend of for <laughs> a few seasons. I think the cameras then, will visit. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I think that, like, I don't think she's good or interesting or great, but I do think like she would like break out the worm at a party or something. Oh, Didn't she do that? <laughs> like, yeah, I think she. Yeah, I think and, she like, did. Some fashion show. <laughs> yeah, because I don't know. There's just something silly about her where I'm like, you're a crazy person, but you're the kind of convict I like. <laughs> You'd keep it interesting. <laughs> You'd keep it spicy, and I like that in a in a convicted felon. But um, I don't know. Yeah, I yeah, I would never want to hang out. I would never hang out with Erica. Girardi if she was in prison. I would yeah, stay so I far don't away think so. from her. I, would, I don't think I would hang out with yeah. Erica Girardi in prison or real life. No, not in real life. In real life, no, no, no. In real life, I would just stare at her and be like, what's, you know, is the makeup peeling off? Can I see any of it? Like, I, she's so, like, blatant with all of her fakeness that I would just be staring at her eyelashes, wondering if they were extensions or lessees. <laughs> I'd want to know. She's got veneers, yeah. I bet she's got veneers. Yes! I'm not kidding. I'm thinking of getting, even though I have very big teeth, I'm thinking the, the the concept of veneer, when you see someone who has veneers, you're just like, oh, like you're famous. Like it just looks so crazy. I don't think you want veneers. Crazy. I really don't I think don't you think want I veneers. Do. You know what? Okay, I'm going to out myself. I've been watching Love Island UK uh-huh, uh-huh. and all those all bitches have veneers. have veneers and it looks crazy right. and I can't stop staring at it. Well, they also- I'm also loving it. They're British, so, you know- <laughs> They're British. They gotta take care of their teeth. Well, their teeth. Well, well, the, their teeth to begin with. Like maybe in England, the the look of a veneer shows that like you've made it past the stereotype and you've paid enough money to get out of that, you know, hole of um terrible British teeth. Bad teeth. But yeah, I am so obsessed with Love Island because 
I just love that these 20-somethings have not a consequence in the world. Oh. <laughs> it's just really nice while the world's falling apart. Love Island is great <laughs> summer television. It's so good. It's called, my um, old professor calls it brain sorbet. Yeah. And I just love, I'm like, it's such a delight to watch these people. All they care about is like, did their smoothie come out correctly? <laughs> and like, does somebody fancy them? Are they cracking on? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I love it so much. And I love how their only focus is like banging and boobs and butts. And it's so fun to watch. It's a great during, show. It's a great show. During these difficult times. Yeah. It's a great show. So that's my plea. Um, Yeah. So really, it's all coming down to I want veneers so I can be on Love Island and also then like go back in time and suddenly care about this at 20. And this is my question to you, Ellen. Huh? This is all coming back uh-huh. to <laughs> when you were in your early 20s, uh-huh. were you um as insanely confident as these psychopaths, like either then or now, you know, um, oh. like as confident as Jen sh- in your 20s? Yeah, I think I'm pretty confident now. And I don't think I mm. have one drop of the amount of confidence that Jen Shaw has. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I think, yeah, that's how I feel. So you have a real healthy self-esteem, which is great, Uh but it's still nowhere in comparison. mm, Yeah, can't touch. On that chart. Absolutely can't touch. He's flying sky high. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Wow, then I'm even lower because I'm like touch and go this week. (laughs) My four-year-old is being very difficult. So I'm like, am I worth it? (laughs) Like, I don't know. I don't know. Oh my God, that's so funny. Yeah, I I think, you know what, when I was drunk, I had like, I was a little bit more confident, uh-huh. but then also I was insane. Uh-huh. So, you know, but maybe that's the key. Maybe they do a lot of their stuff <laughs> under a substance. And that's how you get, and that's how your AA sponsor tells you to work to, for yeah. a oh, fraud company. Gosh. Oh, that's so fucked that up. That was so sad. Yeah. It made me really sad. It's so sad, yes. But, um, you know, now he knows better and now he knows to choose a different sponsor. You know, maybe not one that's also asking him to join his MLM. Yeah. You know, we, we live and we learn. And we relapse. <laughs> it's so terrible. Um, Amazing. So thank you so much, Ellen, for coming in, giving us this brief update. You're such an amazing fan favorite. And it's been a most amazing, the most amazing time talking I'm with you. I'm <laughs> thrilled to be back as a housewife scam spondent. And, you know, we'll you touch are. we'll touch base again in November when she's been sentenced. We've got to keep coming back yeah. when the season starts again. We've got to see what's happening because you know that she's using these nuggets. She's going to air these nuggets. Oh, absolutely. You know? Yes. She's going to air out her nuggets. Yeah. For sure. She's got an iPhone just in her house just in case they need some <laughs> extra footage. Constantly, she has those like a weird like selfie drone, stick. just like constantly like circling above her house, her rented apartment, um, to see if they need that for like the intro footage. Yeah, yeah. I think that's great. Yeah. She loves B roll. She loves B roll, and we love scams. <sighs> and guys, if you um know anything, if you are like a lawyer listening to this and cringing because we're getting everything wrong, and you're like, that's not how the world works, Caitlin. Um, let us know. You can always email us or find us on online at Scamwell Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and g- email us on Gmail at scamwellpodcast at gmail.com. And then you can call us on the phone because you know I love phone call. The hot tip hotline is 347-509-9414. And I know that phone number better than my little brothers. <laughs> I've said it so many times. <laughs> I seriously don't know my brothers. But um, guys, I love you so much, Ellen. I love you so much. Thank you, Kate. Thank you, Desi. And thank you guys for listening. Bye. 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 
Scanwell Podcast Season 2 is produced and edited by me, Caitlin Brodnick, produced and edited by Caitlin Moltenhauer, and edited by Jesse Karen. We are part of the More Banana Podcast Network, which is an all-female-owned and run network for women's voices uninterrupted. If you love us, the best thing you can do is rate and review wherever you listen to your podcast. It will help us tremendously. Thank you guys so much for listening. All of your support. We're so happy to have you here and we will see you next week. Bye. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.